1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: Hey, welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about tree stands. Specifically, the best types and the best places to set up your tree stand, whether it's for archery hunting, whether it's for rifle hunting, whether it's even for other different kinds of hunting beyond deer, although primarily it's deer, Um, at least in my part of the country. You might hunt bear out of a tree stand, but uh, deer season is the big thing going, so that's the number one place we're gonna put our time and our focus on this topic. So there's three different kinds of tree stands primarily. There's more, but the big three that you're most likely to find and most likely to have are a ladder stand, a climbing stand, and a hang on stand. And each one has a different purpose, has different strengths and weaknesses, has different um, value to it. So don't think you're, you're already sold on which one's your favorite or which one you like to use or which one you've seen people use. That doesn't necessarily mean it's always gonna be the best fit for you everywhere that you hunt. Right, I have um, one place that I hunt where I believe a ladder stand is hands down the, the best option. Another place that I hunt, a hang on stand, I believe is hands down the best option. And there's reasons for that. So I'm going to break it down for you here. And um, I'm going to talk about the blessed places for these tree stands as I talk about their merits. So we're going to do it all at once. So first one is your ladder stand. A ladder stand is obviously named because the stand has the ladder attached to it. So you build the whole thing, the ladder, you build the tree stand, and then you lift it or push it or hoist it up in the air, kind of like you would a ladder, or something else onto the tree and then you, you, you strap it down to the tree and the ladders right there it's part of the stand you can't take it off it is you know it's there it's big it's permanent and it's heavy so as I just mentioned um, that you can see some of the strengths and weaknesses right there so what's good about a ladder stand uh, first thing is they're very strong they're very sturdy they make really good ones they can seat two people they are a good piece of machinery great if you are going hunting with a friend or if you're going to mentor someone make sure you get one that's actually big enough though for the people that you want to put up there some say you know extra large and it's really enough for a small person and a child tops uh, let alone two adults or one full size adult and a backpack. Um, So you just wanna keep that in mind, look at the measurements, look at the inches, don't go by just what it says. But in general, Triladder stands can be much larger. They can give you a lot more room, they can give you uh, a lot more real estate to work with for a second person or for equipment. Say you're gonna be up there for a long time, you're gonna go from you know before the sun comes up to after the sun comes down, sit. And you want to take some gear with you. And you want to take some food and and all these things. You got room up there for a backpack. You got room up there for anything and everything pretty much you could want if you get a two-person stand. Even a single-person ladder stand usually has a little extra room. You can put stuff underneath the seat where you're you know, behind your feet and so on. You got a little extra space. The other pro is they're strong. They're very strong, very robust. Everything is one piece. So it's less likely anything is going to fail. Uh, you know, you have got other different climbing mechanisms where each piece of ladder or each piece of climbing apparatus is strapped to the tree. If one strap fails, the whole thing may fail and you with it. Whereas ladder stand, it's all one piece, you're much less likely to have something break off or fail or something like that. So they're sturdy, they're strong, and uh, usually they will come with like one strap and you will use that one strap to put it on the tree and then you'll sit there and go, man, I wish I had three more straps. And you better, (laughs) just being honest, you should. You should get another two or three ratchet straps in addition to whatever it comes with and really secure that thing to the tree because you've got this big, heavy, strong, solid stand and it's not well secured to the tree. And the wind blows and the tree moves and the whole stand rocks and and shakes and you feel like it might come down you are defeating the purpose of the ladder stand get some ratchet straps tie that thing down you want it to be part of that tree Uh, other strengths to the ladder stand they usually have a more comfortable seat especially you get some of the ones with the mesh seats or the cloth or the fabric seats um and they are usually have a shooting bar and the shooting bar, a lot of people look at that and think, oh, well, that's a good safety precaution that helps you from falling out of a tree. You know, that's not what it's for. The, the, the bar doesn't really make you any safer. You should have a harness on. You should be tied off to that tree. You shouldn't be able to fall far enough for the bar to pr- protect you and keep you in the tree to, to begin with. The bar is to rest your gun on. Um, or to rest your crossbow on, whatever the case may be. And that can really help you if you're taking a little bit of a longer shot, if you need a shooting rest, that can be a great asset. So if you're gonna be in a tree stand and you might shoot 100 or 200 yards, you really, really, really wanna have a shooting bar. So you need to get a ladder stand or whatever kind of stand that has a shooting bar so you can get that extra point of stability so you're able to to steady that shot, and you're able to get that better accuracy to reach out there. Now for archery hunting with a say a, a traditional bow, a vertical bow as they call it, you, you don't want a bar. In fact, if you have a, a ladder stand with a bar, you're going to put that bar up because all that's going to do is get you tangled up with your bow and that bar. So that's that's not it's not a liability because you just fold it up. It's like it's not even there right and then for rifle season you can put it down but you don't want to bar up and active if you're going to be using a vertical bow what are the negatives of a ladder stand some people say price i am be honest with you they're not really more expensive than the other kind of stands they're not um people say oh no man you get a hang-on stand for half the price of a ladder stand well there's different quality levels you can get a really cheap ladder stand. Um, you know, they, same same one every year. It's out there in every store. Sometimes it has a different name on it, but it's that big two-person stand metal bar that you sit on. Metal bar right in the small of your back, and you could get them hundred bucks. I got mine for ninety, like the week after Christmas, and uh, you know, cheap as all get out. And then of course they go up. Sky's the limit, but. The same with hang-on stands. They two, three, four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar hang-on stands too. The thing that makes it seem relatively like a hang-on stand is cheaper than a ladder stand is because the ladder's not included. You have to get into that tree somehow. So once you factor in the cost of the climbing apparatus, uh, a ladder stand is no more expensive than the other two. They're all pretty relatively equal in terms of price. So. It's not a con that the ladder stand is more expensive. That's a misnomer. That's from just people that don't do the obvious math when they're thinking about buying something. No, it's about the same price. The the con is, to me, the biggest con is it is basically permanent. You put that ladder stand up, especially if you get a little bit bigger one, taller one, heavier one, you're setting up anywhere except the absolute most perfect flat location it is really hard. It can be really hard to get one of those up. Now, sometimes they're easy. They go up easy. But if very, if, if you've got not enough people or that's you've got a, a large two-person one or you're fighting a hill, it can be really hard to get up. So I guess that's two cons. One, it can be really hard to put a ladder stand up. And it's essentially permanent, because you built this ladder, you built that stand, you put it all together. You get two or three or four or five people, whatever it takes, depending on where you are, to hoist this thing into a tree. And I, you know, I've seen the videos. Oh yeah, two or three people can put it up in thirty seconds. Best case scenario: the right stand, the right tree, the right hillside, the right angle, the right everything. And that's rarely the case in the real world. Um, you know, if you have a, a small, a light one-person stand with a with a decent setup, you could probably get it up there easy with two or three people. But if you've got a big two-person stand that's really top-heavy, you've got that leverage working against you. Even if you have three people, if you're on a hillside and you're fighting the hillside to push it up into the tree, I mean, it can be, it can almost kill you you know it can be really tough we've had to tie a tree and throw it around or try rope around a branch and and run it over top of a branch higher than the tree stand and then bring that rope down and use it like a like a pulley and hoist that up while we're pushing it up and killing ourselves to get this thing up on the tree and by the time you're done with that you know before you finish tying that tree stand off it's never coming down it is never coming down you're never moving this thing but the other side of it is even if it's easy to put up, you strap that thing down with two or three or four ratchet straps. You really get it in there. You've built the whole thing. You've built the ladder. you built the stand. Stra- you got it up there. You strapped it down. That thing is in a fixed position. In order to take it down, you have to completely disassemble it. And once you put some of these things together, they've got plastic crimp washers or metal washers, and it's going to sit there for a year, two or three, it's going to start to corrode and rust. It's not going to want to move. The only way that's coming down and getting redeployed is if you do it every year. You let that thing sit there for a little while. If it comes down, it's just going into the scrap heap. So they're more permanent. I won't say they are permanent, but for most people, they're permanent. Because it's just cumbersome to to move them around, it's a lot it's a lot easier to put one up in grade A locations and just think of it as a permanent stand that's going to be there for three, four, five years, maybe longer, depending on the quality of it. And that's just you know you're just leaving it there. It's not coming down unless it's getting replaced. So those are the two big cons. Well, three would be weight. They're usually going to be heavier. Uh, if you factor in all the pieces, all the metal, all the parts. So it's going to be heavier to get that into the woods. You have to build it in the woods. That's part of the... So you've got weight. You've got, you've got to build it in the woods because of the size and, and all those factors. You've got to put it up, which makes it difficult, and then it's basically permanent. So you put those four cons aside. I'm going to tell you straight up, it's still my favorite kind of stand. Because of the extra room, because of the shooting bar, because of how sturdy it is, um, because you got room for people and cargo, because it's so strong, because it's all one piece, I think it's safer. Those are my favorite stands. But it's got to be in a place that, that you think is a good place for a permanent stand. So number two, that's the tree stand. You have your climbing stand. Climbing stands are... Uh, in my opinion, terrible contraptions that are only for uh, people who are the most adventuresome and uh, have to hunt on public land. That's, that's really it. Because you're, you're, you're not just climbing a tree. You're climbing a tree in this contraption with inchworming your way up a tree in the dark, trying not to make any noise so you don't spook any deer. And then when it's time to come down, you got to climb down with it. It's not like you can come down and go to the bathroom or get a snack and then climb back up. It is, it's a thing. I mean, it's, it's exhausting. I know people who've decided they can't use a climbing stand anymore because they're afraid they're going to have a heart attack going up and down the tree. So, um, and the only time you would ever, because you, you need to scout. Even if you're going to use a climbing stand, you can't just get there in the middle of the night while it's still dark out and say, hmm, let's find a good spot and go up our tree. No, you got you to gotta figure that out in advance. So you're already going to be there. So you could already put up a different kind of stand. But the reason you would use a climbing stand other than that's just the one that you have is because you're on public land. You don't want somebody to, to see your spot or steal your stand. Uh, that's really about it. In my opinion, those are the only times you would use one because of how cumbersome it is, how difficult it is. Um, now, okay, they can be light. So you could pack one in. Maybe you want to go to a really remote location and you don't want to pack in a, a, another kind of stand that could be heavier have more weight more difficulty. Okay, that's a legitimate time you might use one. But in my mind, the, this noise and the cumbersomeness and the difficulty and the dark and all of that sort of just outweighs when any new hunter let's put it that way because that's what this is the new hunter's guide i don't think any new hunter should look at a climbing stand as their first their first stand Um, that's for i think people who are more experienced who can make use of the slim benefits that this type of stand provides and um, who are seasoned and know how to mitigate the difficult parts for new hunters, I think you're just gonna wish you'd done anything else if you get one of these. But you get some experience, you you learn when the when the situations are that this would be the right fit when really remote locations and you know, or public land where you don't feel comfortable leaving a piece of gear or equipment and you get good at climbing with it, you you, you figure out how to do it in the dark efficiently and quietly with some experience, then yeah, it could be the right option. It could be the right stand. But for new hunters, I'm going to say just take this one right off, the, right, right off your radar. Don't even consider this for now. A couple years from now, you might want to think about it again if you found the right location. And But for now, I'm just going to say take this one off the table.
0: Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops... Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
2: number three you've got your hang-on stand Hang-on stand is the simplest and easiest type of stand you can build it at home, you can build it in the woods. You, you it's there are not a lot of parts, you just put this thing together and you know, simple as it sounds, you climb up in the tree, you put one strap around the tree, put it on either part of the uh, either side of the hang-on stand and it's got friction points and all you need is that one strap on that one strap on the back And with that friction points on the stand, and it's just going to hang there. Um, People think, oh, well, they're not sturdy enough. You know, they're sturdy enough with the stock strap that comes with it. And with you being tied to the tree with your safety harness, you're safe. So there's not a safety function. It's sturdy enough. That said, I would never hunt in one without an additional strap or two. It's sturdy enough with the stock strap, but if you put two additional ratchet straps on it, then that thing is solid. You don't have to worry about it shifting. You don't have to worry about it moving. You can. That thing is is part of that tree, and they can they can feel just as solid as a ladder stand if if you strap it on right. So you've got that. Now the thing about a. Uh, uh, a hang-on stand is it's nothing but the deck you stand on and the, the fold-up seat that's it there's no guardrail no handrail no place to put stuff you got to get creative you got to get some hooks that you can either strap onto the tree or drill into the tree to hold stuff if you want stuff held um, you do not have any extra space it is spartan most of them some of them they have a little bit of an of an extended or a larger foot area You can maybe put a backpack there, but if you're gonna stand up, that can get in the way. So you need to think about that. You got a little less space, Um, but at the same time, there's nothing to get in the way, which is ideal for archery, for a vertical bow. You don't know how you might have to swing that thing around or maneuver that, so you got nothing to get in the way. It's easy. It is, um, you know, there's not a lot of ways you can mess it up. You're sitting and you're holding your weapon, and the deer walks by, and you draw and take a shot. Same with a crossbow, you know, they're a little bigger, you've got a little bit more, you know, vertical equipment there, on or horizontal bars and, and some members on that. Um, so the fact that there's nothing to get caught on, there's nothing to th- worry about there, can be an advantage. Now, personally, even with a crossbow, I prefer having the shooting bar to act as a rest because even for a 30-yard shot, I'd like to have a rest. I don't need to have a rest, but I would prefer it. That just makes it a more sure shot, but it all depends on what you're comfortable with. If you're going to stay seating, you can maybe bring your knee up and you could get a little bit of uh, you know third contact point with your knee, holding the, the bow uh, or the rifle, so forth and so on. Now, uh, the other thing, though, as I mentioned previously, you need to have some way to get up the tree. So they make different kinds of, of ladder systems. They make literally ladders that, that, you know, just you assemble the ladder, bolt it together, put it on the tree, strap it on, and it's, it, it's sort of like the ladder on a ladder stand. It's not exact, but it's sort of like the ladder on a ladder stand, um, and you just climb up it. They make climbing sticks that are, you know, you've got little pegs that V out of it and you've got one main strand and they they slide into each other. You've got, um, well, other things that they call climbing sticks. I guess that would be a stick ladder where you've got individual ladder frames or individual climbing portions that you strap onto the tree and you literally, you climb up three feet, you strap the next one on. You climb up three feet, you strap the next one on. And you can stagger them left and right around branches or, or nodules in, in the tree or anything like that. So you're able to traverse pretty much any kind of terrain with that. So you're able to, to climb up. I don't prefer those though because if that strap breaks, that thing's coming down, you're coming down with it. Because you got each piece of, of climbing apparatus is on its own strap. And if it's loose or if it breaks or if it shifts, you can go down with it. Whereas if you have a ladder or you have a, uh, a vertical stick where each piece fits into the one before it, you probably have four or five straps on the tree as it goes up. But if one breaks, the piece that you're on is still connected to the piece below it and above it. So you, you, have, you can climb with a piece missing. You could probably climb with two or three straps broken off and it still hold together well enough to get you back down. So I prefer some kind of ladder or stick where all the pieces fit into one another, and then you strap you strap it onto the tree like a, a ladder or a ladder stick, and you're able to get up there. I believe that's safer. Um, but if you use uh, you can you get a climbing rope or rope system, and you can tie the harness on the back of of your harness onto this rope, and then you slide the rope up and down next to you as you go up. So if you do fall that'll catch you and that's a good safety precaution to happen to do period but I think the latter approach is a little easier safer um, and just more straightforward and sturdy but certain trees that won't work on so you've got too many branches in the wrong place you might have to get creative that's where those other options become appealing so you have your you have your hang-on stand it's very light you can carry it up the tree with you or, or hoist it up in a rope once you climb up your, your ladder and you get up there. They're easy to hang. Um, they're not; It's not necessarily a faster ordeal. I'm going to be honest. I built the ladder stand in the woods. I put it up, and then I built a hang-on stand at home and taken it to the woods and put it up. And I don't know that either one is faster, to be honest with you, but... Um, and I don't know that I could say which one's easier. Normally, under you know, normal conditions, I think the hang-on stand is a little easier just because you don't have to fight all that weight to heave it up onto the tree like with a ladder stand. Under ideal conditions though, I think the ladder stand could be a little easier if you've got a light stand, single person, flat ground, plenty of runway, three people. Um, I think it could be a little easier and a little faster. But the thing is, it's never ideal. I've not ever put a stand up where anything went ideal. I've had it where it went good, where it went well enough, but the woods aren't ideal. The woods are not like the telephone pole at the outdoor store that they're hanging stands on and giving you demonstrations for, and everything's perfect. Um, But here's the thing, you could do a hang on stand with one person, whereas a ladder stand, you gotta have two or three people in order to do it safely. So, there's your pros and your cons. Um, you know, places where you might prefer to use a hang on stand, like me, I personally prefer a ladder stand. If it was up to me and it was a perfect world, I would always hunt from a ladder stand. But it's not a perfect world, it's not always up to me. Um, for instance, the one place that I hunt is a friend's property and it is right on the, the edge of a couple other properties. So where my stand is, I've got 50, 60 yards in every direction, which is his property, which you know I can shoot into. Beyond that though, it's someone else's property, one or two different people, depending on the side. Now, right now it's woods. So it just looks like you're in the middle of the woods, but you're 60 yards from someone else's property at all times. And they've been talking, one of those two people, about developing that property. Well, if they develop that property, they put a house there or a housing plan there or a building or something or a parking lot, whatever it is, it's going to destroy that location for deer hunting. Uh, You'd literally just be shooting into somebody's house or you know, just going to scare off the deer, what have you. So I wanted a stand there that was flexible. I could take it down easier than I put it up. If somebody did something, if they started building there, um, something happened with that property, I want to be able to take that stand down, pack it up, put it somewhere else. So I didn't want to put a ladder stand there because I didn't want it to be permanent or feel permanent. I wanted to have that flexibility of easily being able to move that stand somewhere else anytime and not have to think about it. The other side is it's on top of a big hill where there's no easy way to get vehicle access. So getting a ladder stand up there with a group of people to help me put it up was gonna be a job. And I thought rather than calling in some favors, you know, I'll hang on saying I can do it myself in an afternoon, which is exactly what I did, and it's much easier situation. Um, just made things simpler, and I've got the peace in mind that I could take it down by myself anytime, take it to somewhere else, put it up same day, no issues. So those are kind of the pros and cons of which stand you've got which ones to use. So where do you wanna use them? You wanna use a a tree stand at a location that's more permanent, that you don't foresee having to move it. You want it to be on a location where there is, um, there's no such thing as permanent deer deer movement, but there is regular annual deer movement. You've got a perennial trail, food plots, food source, something that's creating deer movement and range of that stand year after year where you have good chances to get the kind of deer that you're after a hang-on stand you can be more flexible you can find a spot that's hot right now you know this week and put it up and then go up there and hunt and then take it down next week if you wanted to so it's easier you have that flexibility how far do you got to go how deep into the woods you have to go whose property is it you know, you might feel more comfortable putting a ladder stand on family property, but not necessarily on friends' property, or even an acquaintance. You know, you go knocking on doors trying to get permission to hunt somewhere. Um, you still may not want to put a ladder stand on that person's property, but a hang-on stand is easy. So you you've got those things going on. Climb-on stand maybe better for public land, um, but even still, I think you can go to public land. You can put up a la- You can put up a hang-on stand. And you can just, what a lot of people do is they'll just take down the bottom portions of ladder so nobody can climb up it. Nobody can climb up to their stand to use it or take it. And then when you go hunting, you just strap on those two sections of ladder so now you can climb back up to the top. So there's different ways to secure your stand. You don't need to have a stand that you take out of the woods with you every time, even if you're hunting on public land. You can always get a steel cable and you can lock the stand of the tree so they can't steal it. Um, you can do the same things with each piece of ladder if you really want to. Um, but I would recommend, if, whether you're, whatever you're going to use on public land, find a spot where people aren't likely to find it. Don't hunt 100 feet from the parking area or from the road. Get in deeper. Walk further than most people are going to walk. If you want to see deer, that's probably the best thing you have to do anyway, you need to go a little further than what's convenient where most hunters aren't going to go and you're going to mitigate a lot of problems just by doing that so those are my recommendations um what kind of stands to to look at what their strengths are price really is not an issue across the board um you know none of the there are no stand companies that pay me you know to 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 give you one brand versus another and i'm going to be honest with you my experience has been every brand almost every brand makes a decent stand. Now their entry level model may be junk, but somewhere in their lineup they've got some decent equipment. So, you want to judge every stand based on that stand, I think. Um, you know, look at it, kick the tires on it, see how heavy duty it is, look at reviews, check it out in a store, find somebody that has one. Um, get a feel for that stand the brand is not as big of a deal unless they have you know a great customer service or return policy or, or a warranty or something like that i i think you judge every stand based on that stand and uh you know the, the the pricing based on what's available right now these kind of things go up and down in season and out of season so with that hope that's helpful head to the website newhuntersguide.com Check out the show notes, other episodes, information, um, links and tips. Uh, Until next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods.
0: You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh. Oh. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water Presented by Costa Custom Boats Every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern On Waypoint TV You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island That the task of tagging a
1: whitetail would not be a big thing But, as I've learned, no matter
0: where I've been tails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places Tune in to HuntStand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.